Welcome to Mom Reel, the podcast about real encouragement, real stories, and real about motherhood. Welcome back to Mom Reel. Um, thanks for being here. I'm so excited today. I am going to be sitting down with my doula, Miss Kaylin. Um, last week I had my midwife on, and you all have been um just just really eating up all of the like medical side, I guess, of the birth and and all of that. And so I'm so excited to have her as a part of my power birth team that I had. Um, and so I'm so excited to get to sit down with her. And I asked you all what you wanted to hear about. Um, and it was 50-50 both times. I tried to do a tiebreaker. It was still 50-50. But um, don't fret. We will be talking about um, the the breastfeeding side and the lactation consultant side on another episode. But this episode is going to be focusing on what is a doula, why have a doula, just kind of talk through those things. And so I'm just going to let Kaylin jump into it and introduce herself, and then we'll just go from there. Thank you so much for having me. I was so excited when you asked me. Um, I'm Kaylin. I have been a doula for four years. Um, I became a doula after I had Katie. Um, I had her unmedicated, and I had a doula with her. Um, as far as me like becoming a doula, it just one of those things that just I actually just kind of happened. Um, I was like obsessed with birth after I had her. Um, and, and how old is Katie now? She will be five in December. Crazy. Um, yes, it is crazy. <laughs> it goes by so fast. Um, but before I had her, I didn't know anything about birth. I honestly, this is, I always say take a birth class, but I did not take a birth class when I was pregnant with her. I, I had no idea. I just did what my doula said. And that was that. And so, but I was just like obsessed with birth. And so afterwards I would just talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And my mom was finally like, do you like, think you would like want to be one? She's like, I think you'd be good at it. And I was like, actually, I've been thinking about it a lot. And so I talked with uh, my doula and um, then we ended up starting working together and she trained me and taught me a bunch of stuff. And, and so that's kind of how it became a doula it just kind of happened. Um, it was one of those things where it just felt right. The Lord was like, this is what you need to do. Um, this is what you're supposed to do. And so I was like, okay. I, I, I want to do it. I was very, I'm very passionate about it. Um, I've been married for six years to Jordan. Um, and then we also have another little girl on the way. We're 17 weeks with her. Yes. Um, she was a long time coming. It took us a long time to get pregnant with her. We actually ended up doing IVF to, to have her. So we're super excited and can't wait for her to be here. Now, are you going to have a doula for yourself or like, are you going to doula yourself? What are you yeah. going to do? No, Amanda's going to be there. My, she was my doula with Katie. She is going to be there. I texted her and was like, All right, like, can you do it? Cause she's not really seeing clients right now, but, um, and she's like, well, who is it? And I was like, me. <laughs> and she's like, yes. And so she's going to be there. My mom asked me the same thing. She was like, are you just going to like doula yourself or are you going to have somebody there? And I was like, no, you can't doula yourself in that moment. It's just too much. And 
too much going on and um you just you can't do it it's just not gonna happen uh so i texted her and was like please 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 uh be there if not i probably would have just hired somebody else but uh, i'm glad she's gonna be there well and i feel like that's so true about when you're in the birth bubble you just don't even know because you know like beforehand before my birth I went into it and had like a birth plan and had all of these things and of course I'm gonna yawn right now great but you know y'all keeping it real it's like a nine I'll know I'm normally in bed by this time but (laughs) anyway but I was like in my birth bubble and had all these things and I said this on the podcast with Ashley uh, last time, but I remember going into the hospital and I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to touch the floor. I'm not going to anything because I've like read all the things about the floor. So I want to have socks on. And then at the end of it, when I was like very heavily in contractions, I was really hot and just wanted cold. And so I was laying down face on the floor yeah. and we were like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can put something under you right now no and I was like okay like alrighty then well tell me a little bit about like how like what the process is to become a doula how long does it take how many births have you done up to this point like talk a little bit about that so technically anybody can be a doula you don't have to like go through and be certified to be a doula um but most people when they're looking for doulas they want someone that's certified and like midwives and doctors, they like to work with certified doulas. Um, but for me, the company I went through, I had to do some online stuff, um, like class and stuff. And then I had to do so many births and have them signed off on. Um, and then I had to take this long test about a bunch of different stuff. Um, and then I was certified. And then you have to renew it like every, I think it's three years. Um, so if you can get your births, it really doesn't take that long to become certified to be a doula. Um, and a doula, like just so that people know, a doula is separate than medical professionals. So like, you're not going to go to your doula and say, I'm having these symptoms. Like that's not what doulas right. are, right? Doulas are not medically trained at all. So like, they're not going to be checking to see how far dilated you are or checking baby's heart rate and things like that. And um, that is not in their scope of practice. Um, so they should not be doing anything like that. A doula is someone that is there for you mentally and physically, spiritually, um, while you're having those contractions, they are someone that they're not, their focus is not the medical side. That is the literally just helping you have the best birth, the birth that you desire the most in the best way that they can. Um, obviously that's not going to happen every time because things happen, but their job is to try to help you get that birth experience you would like. And I want to pause there for a second because I, I, you know, I had an unmedicated birth and I haven't told my full birth story on the podcast yet, but you were so instrumental in that because beforehand, I remember you were like, okay, like I, you know, you sent me copies of birth plans and you were like, you need to make sure you have 
basically a birth plan for every scenario. So like you have the birth plan that you want. And then what if you need a C-section? What if you need, you know, other things? And Ashley was the one who introduced me to a soft C-section, you know, uh, and so, which I didn't end up needing, um, thankfully, but it was just, I, I had all those preparations. And I think so many people think, oh, I only need a doula if I'm like going hundred percent natural and, you know, unmedicated and all this stuff. But you're saying that you can have a doula, even if you, you know, are, don't want that. Like, it's all about getting the birth that you are wanting. Yeah. And I'll say, I've even had clients where they wanted they ended up going natural, like after we talked through things and stuff, but they really just wanted to do it there so that they had a constant person. Because mm-hmm. even, I mean, you aren't going to know your nurse, so you're not going to know that. And if you, you could end up having multiple nurses before you end up delivering your baby. Um, and if the midwife that you see through your pregnancy is not on call that day, then you're not going to know the midwife that you get either. Which and so I having- <laughs> So we and having, Ashley talked yeah. about that. We talked yeah. about that. She was not at my birth and yeah. you were there. And I remember just thinking like, I mean, I had Landry, but to be honest, and I remember you telling me this in our birth class that you were like, you may not want to be around Landry and that might be okay. And I just, for some reason, every time he touched me or was around me, I was like, no, <laughs> get away from me. Yeah. Like other than when he would dab my face with the ice cold washcloth, I was like, no, just don't want it yeah. and it, I don't know what it was like I obviously love him but it was like I just did it I don't know what it was it was so weird and so you were there you were constant and I had like I, I didn't say this on on Ashley's uh podcast but the the doctor midwife whatever I don't think it was a midwife a lady that ended up being there in my delivery was like didn't really talk to me sat there and watched me it was like so weird and so I just felt so good to have you in my corner knowing that like you had been through this you were there with me like you talked me through it that sort of thing so that was that's such a big big part of having a doula that I think is so not overlooked but people think oh well if I just if I have my partner then why would I need that person but I mean I I needed you in that time I'll say and I'll say this that a lot of the times dads don't think that they need a doula like I know like when I was pregnant with Katie Jordan was like do we really like do we need that and I was like "I, I want it because I do not want to get that epidural and he finally caved in and afterwards he will tell you up to this day that he, he was like I'm so glad we hired her because I didn't I he's like I, he was a nervous wreck he was pacing the room and he would not have been able to help me and guys they just don't know birth they don't know what to do and they're seeing you in pain and they're in their minds they're like just get the stuff that makes it easy because it's easier on them yes <laughs> and so even uh I like to say like I'm not I'm not just your doula I'm dad's doula too because a lot of the times they want to help and they want to be involved they just don't know what to do they don't know how to rub your back or they don't know the different positions you can get in um and so a lot of the times I'm I'm really in the corner being like well why don't you go try this and see because most moms do want them close I was with you I didn't want Jordan touching me (laughs) and but most moms do and 
and a lot of dads, they want to be part of that experience because that's the only thing that they get to do because mom has to do everything. She has to birth the baby and go through all that. And so they want to help and do things. Um, so I'm just as much dad's doula as I am mom's doula um, in, in labor and in birth. That helps to bring up a good point of like, when somebody is contemplating a doula, like why get a doula? Like, what are the things that you say, Hey, like, here's my scope of, like you said before, like your scope of practice, like here's what you're going to get when you get a doula. So why don't you talk a little bit about like the, like the details about that. And then I'll probably interject as I, you know, remember things. (laughs) Um, so a lot of the things is preparing your body for birth. Um, doing the exercises, doing the herbs and uh, the evening primrose oil and doing all those things to help prepare. I was actually talking uh, to somebody the other day and cause they were asking that she's the first time mom and they were, she was talking about like, well, will I go over or, and I was like, in my experience, in the four years that I've done this, my clients that have done the exercises that I've told them to do and done all the things, the um, the drops, the even primrose oil, the red raspberry leaf tea, all those things, they have gone early. That is just my personal experience. I was on my due date. Liam was born on, on yeah. his due date. And so uh, it's, so a lot of it is preparing your body for it. So I've got all those tricks and things to, to do. Um, and then obviously first time moms, they don't know when they're in labor <laughs> a lot they're either like super like if they feel anything they think they're in labor or they're like oh this can't be it and it is and so I help with that when that time comes um and like like even you you texted me and asked me questions like well geez what do you think about this or what do you think about that um and I give my opinion on certain things but I'm also going to be like, you also need to talk to your provider. Um, so give in, give an advice like that just through pregnancy when you have questions, especially if, if it is your first time and you've never done this before and you don't, you just don't know if something's normal or, or not. Um, and I then August. Oh, sorry, you go. No, you go ahead. I think that was a big thing for me too, because my, like, obviously midwives have to have that like work-life balance and not that you don't as a doula, but I felt more comfortable texting you and saying like, Hey, like, I think I lost my mucus plug. Right. (laughs) And you're being like, it's okay to send me a picture. And you're like, yeah, that's it. We're like, nah, like, you know, and it did end up being it. And I lost my mucus plug. And then it, you know, two weeks later, lost lost it again. And, you know, because it can regrow, which did not know that. But there was things that like you knew too, that it was like, I felt like I could just text you and ask you these things and it not be like, something I had to call my provider about Ashley at the time. But I think that's also why it's so important to have a good birth team behind you that you know what their like positions are, if that makes sense. Because if it was something like, like, you know, really bad or like medically, whatever, like you would always be like, why don't you talk to Ashley about that? Or like, Hey, put that in your phone to talk to Ashley about when you see your next or, you know, Hey, you might want to call Ashley about that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And so 
but otherwise it, like you were there to help with with all of that not just during birth but after as well like I texted you I can't tell you which y'all she's also like I said a certified lactation consultant and so we also used her lactation services and so I was texting her about all of the things because as a first-time mom you just don't know and so it also helped to have somebody that was like hey like you can text me and ask me these things and I I wasn't feeling like I was encroaching on her time or like anything like that because like that's what she was there yeah. for if that makes sense yeah. yeah um yeah I've I am like one of those people that if I have a notification I have to open it and I have to see it because it drives me crazy <laughs> and so I like I'm like replying and I mean, whenever, which that doesn't bother me because like, I'm very passionate about all this stuff. So I like talking about it. And I, and so it doesn't bother me one bit to answer a text at nine o'clock at night. Um, but that's just me. Um, so as far as, uh, labor and birth goes though, um, I'm, I base it off of what my client wants. So if they're wanting to labor at home, um, I'm good to go there. If they're wanting to go to the hospital, I'm like, okay, when you get there, tell me, tell me where you are. Um, so that I know I don't like going too early just because then I get wore out and I like to be at my best when I'm there. And so if I get there at two centimeters, by the time you're in the most intense part, I'm tired. Um, and so and I know that might sound a little selfish, but I, you have to do it. You have to go through birth, but I'm supposed to be there at my best in your, the worst part for you. And so that's why I don't like getting there so too early. Um, well, and for me, even like I was texting, it doesn't mean that you're not like a part of it though. Cause like, oh, for yeah. me, I mean, I, which I, I am not the quote unquote normal like even Ashley was like this there's a very low percentage of people who dilate this far <laughs> like I walked in at a seven okay yeah. like I was living at a five for like literally Ever. like yes. two weeks <laughs> and then I went in on the Tuesday before I had Liam and I was a six and she was like you are a six and I was like okay and she's like I just want you to prepare yourself like it's probably gonna happen because you're a six you're you know all this stuff and I could feel Liam's head like he was down like he was like I mean, like, I can't remember <laughs> what station he was, but he was like there and then didn't happen until, you know, yeah. <laughs> almost a week later. And yeah. I'm like, okay, then he was born on a Sunday, early Sunday morning. And so almost a week later I had him. And when I walked to the hospital, they checked me an hour later and I was a seven and it's like, what? Like, so, but you and I were talking that whole time. Like it didn't, yeah. just because you weren't there right when I got there. Right doesn't mean that you weren't still involved in a part. So like uh, for, for those listening and hearing that doesn't mean that a doula is not going to be there for you throughout this whole process. Like they will be there at the beginning. I mean, I labored at my parents' house um, cause that's where we, we were at the time until my contractions got to about five minutes under um, looking back, I wish I would have stayed till I was three minutes <laughs> under. But I waited for five minutes and went in and uh, Kaylin was so great to be like, okay, like if you want to go, like you go and I'll be there in the next like hour or so. And, you know, by the time you got there, I had, I had been there for about an hour and I can't remember where I was at that time, but yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm probably like one of those annoying people. I'm texting to be like, how are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> Especially if I, like you're early and you're there, like say you're having to be induced or whatever. I'm like constantly, cause I'm like, I don't want to miss it. <laughs> That's, that is me being selfish. I don't want to miss the birth because I love it so much, but yes. And you've done 30 now. Is that right? Close to it. Um, I need to like get my names out because I have like a list and count and uh and see exactly the number uh now but it's close to it it's around that that number um and I think I've only missed two and one she had in the truck on the way to the hospital oh my word (laughs) and one was a home birth um she went like she went from like seven centimeters to 10 centimeters in like five minutes she was like it was her third baby so but so I've only ever missed two because I I'm like I don't want to miss them I like we do all the prep work and stuff I'm like I want to be there (laughs) I want to see me being born um and we met like speaking of prep work just like so that people know even more so about what comes with that with the doula like a provider you go in and you see like oh you have your you know six week appointment your 12 week your anatomy scan your you know this you're that but like with you I saw you I think three or four times before right I can't remember it's different for everybody it's I mean I really I let y'all pick like if you're wanting to meet more at least like we meet like first time obviously and we do like the exercises and stuff like that and usually we most people get like a birth class so I see you then and then I like to meet at the very end um like 36 weeks or so just to like go over birth plan and what you have decided you want to try what you don't want to try those kinds of things for sure um and another point I wanted to come up with to say was um I don't like like not knowing someone before their birth I want to like have that relationship with them mm-hmm. um now obviously we're not going to be like besties or anything <laughs> but at least like ha- have conversations that aren't just about what their birth is going to be like and like yeah, get to yeah. know them because you learn a lot about someone when you're just talking with them um, and they don't even notice it, but they'll say things that they like and what they don't like. And that, and so when you're in birth in labor, you're like, oh yeah, she does not like that. So let's not do that. Um, so I like having more than just a, oh, hey, you're my dude. Hey, you know, kind of relationship. Um, and another point is hiring one early. Definitely. Yes. Uh, if you are if you are even on the edge like should I get one early on just go ahead and start meeting with doulas I'm not saying you have to hire the first doula you talk to but you need to start looking for someone that you mesh with um because you're not going to mesh with everybody mm-hmm. um and she and she might not mesh with you and it just might not work out so having you know talking with multiple people um to find an the right one early as early as possible is better because you do have that whole time to build that relationship 
now I've had people that have hired me at the end um, and it's been fine. Um, but for like personal preference, hire, hire doula as soon as you can. Um, well, and I feel like too, as soon as possible, like that's when, I mean, I didn't hire you till after we moved. So I was, um, 20 ish weeks. So I was like halfway through, but even if I had started before that, um, cause when do you suggest people hire? Like right when they find out that they're pregnant or like, you know, 12 weeks or, you know, I mean, I mean, as soon as possible. I mean, some people don't find out they're pregnant until they're six weeks, you know, um, mainly because you wanted to make sure that she's not booked. There's a lot of people that, especially like repeat clients, as soon as they find out they're pregnant, they're going to be messaging and saying, Hey, put me down. Mm-hmm. Um, so like me, when I was at my busiest, I've kind of slowed down with all the baby stuff going on, but, um, I would take two people a month and that was it. So if that month was full, I'd have to say, I'm sorry, I, I can't take you. Um, and I did that one cause I didn't want to, uh, miss somebody's birth or have two people going at the same time. Um, and plus family time. Uh, like family my family comes first obviously but I didn't want to have like so much going on that uh, I wasn't able to like be what's the word I'm trying to say give you like the most attention and ex- and the best experience as a doula yes and so well, even when I came in though like you we I remember our first meeting you came in and you drove to our house in Nashville at the time. And I was like nervous because I found you through, so my mom sold a house to a girl that had used you and then she recommended you to me. And then that's how I found you. And so, um, it was like a whole, whole ordeal because I was reading about doulas and I, knowing that I wasn't able to have the home birth because of, you know, my pick line, and all of that sort of stuff, I wanted to make sure that I still had somebody that was like being a champion for me, especially the unmedicated side. And I just very strongly believed that like women's bodies are created to do this. And there's, I mean, America in general has such a high cesarean rate. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. We also have a higher, you know, um, uh, unfortunately maternal death rate too. And so I just didn't want anything to go wrong or anything or I mean you know you can't you can't control that but I just wanted to set myself up for success to have that team and so I remember you coming in and you you know you had like these papers and we went through things and you showed me different exercises to do that I did throughout my pregnancy and then Mm -hmm. you would check in with me and you showed Landry because even the there were stretches that like you had to do with a partner and um it was just good to have somebody there throughout the whole thing and to really, that really knows birth, that knows the women's body, knows women's bodies. Um, and just to be there on that side, because I would just ask you questions about things or, I don't know. I think people think of birth and that when, when people say they've had a traumatic birth nine times out of 10, that I have found, this is my personal experience, nine times out of 10, those people that have said they had a traumatic birth, just thought about birth being that one day they didn't think about it being prior to 
And so I think when you start to go ahead and, and, you know, work beforehand and start doing those stretches and doing things to prepare your body to like, really think about it, like to prepare the way it's like, oh, wow. Like, you know, you just have a different experience. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, another thing we have talked about this a little bit is, um, hiring a doula does not mean you're like the hippie, like don't want any medicine type of person. (laughs) I think a lot of people see doulas that way as, uh, and there are some that probably are that way. Um, but you can find a doula that like me personally, I am what you want. I want. And so if you're, if you want to get so far and then get an epidural, I'm all for it. Go for it. Um, I will get you to that point and then I will help move you into all these different positions with epidural. I'm all for it. Um, if you're wanting to like, not even speak of any medication, I'm all for it. I will do that too. Um, so it doesn't matter what kind of birth you want. You can still have a doula. Um, I, there are doulas that even do like plan C-section, scheduled C-sections. So, I mean, a doula is, if they're not there for the medical, they're there for you and only you and, and your significant other and for baby to have that best experience. And uh, you don't have to be like, oh, we're not doing anything. Like, it's just, you can, what what you want is what you should get. And that's what a doula is there to help you with. I guess well, and even, even Ashley talked about like her piece of advice that she left with was like, advocate for yourself with providers. And I think yeah. too, having a doula is another person there to advocate for you. Yeah. Because I remember even asking you and I was like, well, what if like, I'm in a position and I'm having a hard time talking or, you know, cause I mean, th- when those surges come, you're not talking at the end, <laughs> yeah. you're just not. And, yeah. you know, I remember you saying like, if I have to say something to somebody, like I will, I'll like, if Landry and I have to say something, we will, like, I'm, I am on your team when we're in that room and we go in, like I am on your team. And I felt that a hundred percent from you that whole time. I wasn't worried. You know, one of the things was, um, and again, I'll, I'll share my birth story on here at some point in the podcast, but, um, one of the things I had asked for on my birth plan was all females. I didn't want males, you know, male doctors, male, anybody coming in just for me personally. I know that some people are like, I don't even care because, yeah. you know, it's just, they just see it. But for me, I just felt so awkward being like naked in front of like a, yeah. another male that's not my husband. <laughs> And so they had brought a male in that was doing something. I can't remember what he was going to do. He was going to have like monitor something and they brought him in. And I was like, I mean, this was probably around midnight, right before they broke my water. And I was like, no, like, I don't want him. And they brought him in and he was like, Hey, like, I just want to meet you and like, let you know that everything's okay. And I'm like, no. And I remember you and Landry I think you might've said something. I remember Landry for sure, but like, I actually, I think you did too, but saying like, no, like she, she doesn't want that. She wants females. Like, and so he, he sat outside the room the whole time and we ended up not needing him, but he sat outside the room 
Um, actually, no, I think when Landry was, was talking to them, you were talking to me and you were like, you know, whatever you want, if you still don't want him, that's what we'll do. And I was like, no, yeah. I don't want him. I want females. <laughs> and yeah. like, that yeah. was so helpful to have somebody there to also be an advocate for what I wanted in the end. And like you said, whether it was super crunchy or not, whether it was a hundred percent holistic, like I did, or whether it's, you get to a certain point and have that. Um, having somebody in your corner, I mean, to, to me, one of the, like, I'm about to get emotional and I did not think I was going to, but I'm also tired. So, there's that. <laughs> but like one of my memories of birth of my birth that I, I hold to is when both you and Landry were saying my birth affirmations to me. And I was repeating them back to you. And there was a point where I couldn't even say them back anymore because of the surges and you were just speaking them over me. Yeah. And it was like such an empowering thing that like, I knew that y'all were speaking that out, that you were speaking it over me, that it became such like a, like, a. I I don't want to be like, so overly spiritual and be like, it was worship, but like, it really did feel like a, such an experience in that you all were advocating for me, not just in the physical, but in the spiritual there too. And that made such a difference. I mean, I don't know. Sorry. I like yeah. did not plan no. on <laughs> No, I, I like, I did. I mean, I remember like speaking those and like I had done your cards like a couple of times. I'm like, I'm finding new ones. So I just like Googled them on my phone and was just going through the ones on my phone. And but like, I, did, I guess for me, I didn't realize that you like seen it that way, you know? So that like, that makes me feel good um, that you, like you remember that. And because I was just like, she, she wanted these cards and like, that's something you had asked for like earlier. And yes. I was like, she liked these. So I'm going to just keep saying these um, until she tells me to stop. So I just kept, just kept saying them. Um, and I think it does help like having, cause like you can read them to yourself and, and stuff, but just to have that like spoken because they were, well, they were like biblical and they weren't just like, you can do it. It, I mean, they were like, they were good ones and just having that spoke over you really does. It helps just having, having his presence helps. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you also came with um, oil too. What yeah. you diffused an essential oil mm-hmm. and you were like, is this okay? And I can't remember which oil it was. Yeah. What oil uh, was that? It was probably clary sage. Yes. I yes. put that, I put, I, I turn that on as soon as I walk into a room. It smells so good, but it helps with contractions and stuff. Um, but yeah, yes. I do that every time. Well, Kaylin, I literally could keep on talking to you. I, and know. I think when I, when I share my birth story too, I hope that like, people once they hear this podcast and then hopefully they they continue to listen hopefully y'all continue to stick around um and you hear my birth story then you understand even more so the impact of like Kaylin on my birth story on my birth journey through this whole time and so um if you still have questions about you know doula and if a doula is right for you then I highly highly suggest reaching out to Kaylin obviously she's pregnant right now so I don't know how many clients she's taking on but um 
I, I will say it's just, it's like she said previously, it's not just if you're, you know, crunchy like me and want to go 100% unmedicated, like a doula is really somebody that's going to be there for you through the whole process, every step of the way, somebody that's going to be in your corner in that room, um, not just you, but your partner as well, um, your spouse that's that's going to be there. Um, and so Kaylin, I am going to end this like I do all my other episodes. So what is one piece of advice that you will leave us with, whether related to, you know, motherhood, um, doula, hood, all the things? Um, I guess my piece of, I'm going to go doula wise, um, would be to prepare your body. I know I talked about it mm-hmm. earlier, but is to prepare your body for birth. Don't just go don't do anything your whole pregnancy and expect to have the birth that you think you should have. Cause that is what leads to traumatic births Mm -hmm. is having this, this is what my birth is going to be like. And then it's not. So prepare your body, do the things and, um, it will, it will help even the, even doing just one thing rather than zero will help. Um, so prepare your body for birth is going to be my advice. And that is something I tell all my like pregnant friends. Um, and then obviously my clients too, but, um, just prepare your body for it. Perfect. Well, Kaylin, thank you so much for being here today. We know we're going to hear from you again, because (laughs) obviously I had 50% of the people (laughs) say they wanted to know about the breastfeeding and lactation services side. So I know we'll have you on here again, but thank you for taking the time today for being here. Y'all, this is actually, again, the second time we have recorded this this podcast. This keeps happening to me. I keep trying to record podcasts and either mine or my guest, like technology fails or something. So thank you for being on here again, Kaylin. And, and oh, I'm um, sorry we had to do it twice. This was my fault on this one. <laughs> it's fine. And then my computer started dying. So, you know, we made it work. But um, y'all, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for following along on this journey of mom rail. Remember to uh, share this with a friend, um, you know, rate me on Spotify, on Apple, share it with people, follow me on Instagram, comment, like, do all the things. It just helps kind of push it out more um, and follow me. I post a lot on stories. My Instagram stories is where I post a lot. If you're thinking, um, hey, I never got to vote on what topic I wanted to hear from, then follow me on Instagram and view my stories. And I post a lot of things on there too. So um, my next episode is going to be so exciting, y'all. I'm going to have my friend Quinn on and she's going to be talking about getting back into movement postpartum, what that looks like. Um, She's also going to be talking about cycle syncing. And so I'm really, really excited for that one. Um, So definitely stick around for that one in the next episode. But um, I will see y'all next time.